It won't come as a surprise to many, but it is official again. Um, County Sligo has the highest commercial property vacancy rate in Ireland. Uh, the vacancy rate in the county now stands at 19.6%. That's according to the Geodirectory Commercial Vacancy Rates Report, which was published yesterday. Geodirectory, the most comprehensive address database of residential and commercial properties in Ireland. And also, County Donegal has the third highest commercial vacancy rate in the country at 17 and a half percent. Whereas as far as towns go, uh, Sligo Town is the fifth highest figure in Ireland at 25.4%. Ballybofay the second highest at 292 and Boyle fourth highest at 27.7. Well on the line now to discuss the figures and the importance of them is the Chief Executive of Geodirectory uh, Dara Kyo. Dara good morning, welcome to the programme. Uh, thanks very much for having me on, Niall. Well, a lot of people will be worried if they don't already know of the situation in County Sligo. The, you can confirm the highest commercial vacancy rate in the entire country. It is, unfortunately, yeah. The, the national figure for the commercial vacancy is 14%, which has gone up about 1.1%. Uh, and, unfortunately, Sligo is, is the county with the highest level of 19.6%. But it has to be said, that that's actually come down 0.4% in the year. So there has been progress made. To maybe put in a little bit of context uh, to see where, where it is. So the national is 14 and the county with the lowest is County Mead at 10.2. So you can see at 19.6 to 10.2, it's quite a considerable gap. And there's plenty plenty more advantage for Sligo to gain and get attract businesses to Sligo. Okay, that being said, the national figure is, would you say it's worrying or is it uh, something that we should sit up and take notice of and consider the implications? Well, I suppose it is, It's for, it's, nationally it's 14% and it is moving up, I suppose, given the fact that we've come through a pandemic and now we're going through a, a period of, uh, we've just, we're coming out of a period of high inflation, high cost. It's not, it's not hugely surprising. Um what, what, what suppose what's what's good to see is that it isn't any it isn't worse than that that we have to look at the positives in these things and that yes it's going up and part of that obviously is you know businesses have closed uh, we've seen the number of retail units across the country go down by nearly 800 the number of businesses in, in the, the number of units used for services go down by a thousand so we are seeing you know uh, retractions in certain in certain areas. Um, and also probably where we're not seeing it is, is uh, people having the confidence to open up new businesses and take on these these roads because they're worried a little bit. Obviously, after COVID, uh, the, the economy is still recovering from that and people's confidence is still still recovering. And then, unfortunately, along came the inflation and the energy and the energy piece, which obviously had a little bit of a dampener on people's um, you know optimism. That seems to be moving in the right direction now, thankfully. And hopefully through 2023, we see that you know that entrepreneurial energy come back and more business open up. Okay, and and working from home, which of course uh, came to a head during COVID, that there's a, there's a definite factor uh, in relation to that as well with these figures, I would think, Dara. Is there? Yeah, we we, we 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 don't know for definite, but we you know anecdotally, yes, we'd expect that to be the case where you had major town centres where people were there five days a week, and now they're there two or three days a week. So those local businesses in those areas are losing two to three days of their you know lunch trade and morning and maybe sometimes the evening trade and so that has to affect their their ability to earn and and that will probably be reflected in the, the amount of willing to pay for the leases the, 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 the sites are not not as um 
as profitable or as popular as they were, so they attract, they, they, they'd be looking for, you know, lower leases. Um, and then at the, at the opposite side of that kind of Nile is that people are, if they're working from home, people are now going out to their local shops in their local area and buying their coffees and their teas, et cetera, et cetera. So they've seen a surge uh, and a growth in their business uh, where town centres probably have seen a decline. Right, OK. Well, just just again to, to bring up the, the, the regional picture and it'll be of concern to many, I, I'm sure, that, you know, County Sligo is the highest rate, County Donegal yeah. third highest in the country and then three of our of our towns in the region, uh, Ballybuffet, Sligo Town and Boyle, in the top five towns um, in relation to, to commercial vacancy rates. So for, for those in the region who may be concerned, uh, concerned about this, should they be concerned and what, what needs to happen, do you think? Or what should authorities and uh, groups be doing to, to stop yeah, this? Yeah, well, happen? I suppose, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely. Look, if you're if you're looking at a situation like you're saying there, that you know Sligo Town has a commercial rate vacancy rate of twenty five percent. You know that, that's 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 quite a high that's quite a high rate. Now, the commercial just to put this in, just to put this sort of in context as well. The lowest we've seen in the commercial vacancy rate uh, for a town is Greystone at seven point one percent, but a lot of the time it's around ten percent. Okay, so if we say that the the best you can do is ten percent. How do you get from 19.6 in terms of Sligo down to 10%? Uh, so that, that's, that's a, you know, it's halving the way it is, uh, the, the rate that it's currently at now. And, and that's about attracting, that's about repurposing. Sometimes it's about using the commercial space in a different way, reallocating it to residential use. And that brings in itself um, an energy to an area because there's people living there, they need services, you know, the businesses provide those services. So just looking at those empty empty spaces and see can they be you know converted from uh, commercial use into residential use and that would help to regenerate the area. And then it's the type of services that are supplied. You know, if you're in a town, are people going to town? They used to go to town for a purpose. Now they go for entertainment. Um, you know, for an event. And how are we structuring our towns to provide that kind of event experience uh, moment for, for them? You know, so we have to look at these figures as as a as a point in time. That uh, and, and maybe those to rethink how, how rethink and re, reimagine are, are, are the, the, the major areas where we, where we have the higher levels of um, vacancy and use them and, and use those vacancies in a constructive and imaginative way. Very good, uh, Dara uh, Kill. Many thanks uh, for joining us on the program. Thanks very okay. much. Thank, Thank you. you, Niall. Thank you. Uh, Sligo uh, Independent County Councillor Joe Queenan is on the line. Good morning to you, Councillor. Uh, uh, thanks for joining us. What, what, what do you make of this report? And Is there reasons for concern or not, or is it to be expected, do you think? Well, we've discussed this in the Chamber on many occasions in the past number of years, and uh, uh, people, like the members, were coming in from a different angle. Some uh, must bring in the bacon race, and others was was saying otherwise, so um, I'm, I'm surprised we're the we're we're we're, we're the, low, the worst in the in the country, but uh, overall, if you look at uh, rural villages throughout the west, you can see how um, so many properties vacant, so many businesses closed, and um, uh, to be fair to the to the government and that's their support them anyway. They have there have been several initiatives to try and rejuvenate. Uh, town town centres and the new county development plan. I say will focus now on on ensuring that um, town centres will be a priority. But what has happened? Is, it's historic, really. In the past, we built all, all these taxing centres for uh, 
commercial units were built in the bottom and, and apartments on top. And um, obviously the commercial units weren't viable. And uh, here we are now. And of course the rural pubs is another, another issue and, and small shops yep. and post offices are closed. And um, it's really sad and it's a battle to keep our, our, our villages open right around our county. Is, is it a battle you can win, do you think? And do, do the council have, I mean, you mentioned what the council have done, some of the initiatives, but should the council be doing more to ensure that there well, is the not, there's I, not such I, a high I, vacancy rate? Right, OK. Uh, I, 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 I'm not, I wouldn't be critical of the council because it's, uh, they're, they're doing their best. We have, we, our, we, have, we, have, we have much resources in this area uh, but to, to lead the policy. Uh but I, I would see now what's going to happen in the next number of years because of the demand for housing. A lot of these uh, commercial units will be turned into housing units. And uh, that, there's an incentive there and there's uh, initiative there from government to do that. And that will help in many cases. Uh, whether it's the best plan long term, I'm not sure because uh, historically our, our main streets were, they were, they were by and large commercial. And um, I wouldn't like to see a situation where we where it's now all houses on our main street and no commercial, and that wouldn't be a great policy long term. Mm. Um, but it's, um, it's very depressing when you pass through rural villages in the middle of the week, this time of the year, and you see uh, the footfall so small compared to, we we'll say, when you're going to the bigger the bigger towns and the, and the bigger cities. But in Connacht, in particular, uh, we're 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 being hit hardest, and some of this is definitely national policy and not having the power around the, around the cabinet table. That definitely, uh, if we look at all policies across the board, from our culture right through, uh, we are not getting our fair share and we're not getting the grants. Uh, if you take all these big grants that comes, yeah. we're, 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 we're getting the same, a 75% grant in Grand as the same as, as would be in the East Coast. Yeah, but but, but you you and others, in fairness, you have been banging that drum for for many many years now. But is there any sign that things are changing that that the investment you seek is going to come the way of of the region? I don't want to be I don't want to be too uh, depressed, but I would I, I I don't see it. I genuinely because we haven't got the power where we need the power at the top table. Uh, and we can see all we're like. Uh, it's, it's now more and more, as somebody, the, the T's are saying, it's now become more like city slitters, slitters that rather, rather than rural, where yeah, the votes are in the, in the big cities, not in, not in rural areas. And uh, we don't seem to have that. We have the power that local elected members and the TDs are doing their best. And they're, they are putting the policies forward. But when it comes to the end of the day, senior civil servants and senior ministers make the final call and allocate the money where appropriate. And I, I don't think we're getting the fair share, personally. 